Merry Christmas. We're in the octave of Christmas all the way through now until the solemnity of Mary, Mother of God. And of course, we know the Christmas season continues all the way through uh, the baptism of the Lord, but it's definitely a shorter Christmas season uh, than normal. Carrie and I were kind of discussing that this week, this week and how disappointed we are in that, but in the same sense, you know, it's still an opportunity to come together and celebrate, but it is weird to have Christmas yesterday here in the nativity of the Lord, and the next day we show up and Jesus is now 12 years old. It just doesn't quite comprehend in my mind at all. But we kind of see this throughout, um, you know, the gospel. We know uh, that we don't have every single act of Jesus written down in the gospel. Uh, and we know that if we were to, I believe it's St. John who says it would not be able to, you know, fill all the books in the, in the world, it would be not be able to contain all the things that, that Jesus did. But in particular, we, we definitely don't know too much about Jesus's, uh, you know, we know about his birth, but we don't know much about his childhood or anything until he starts his public ministry. The tradition has it, his public ministry starts right around the age of 30, and we believe it's right after, for the most part, after Joseph would have passed away, is when he began his, his public ministry. And so before that, you know, who was Jesus? Well, Jesus was obviously fully divine. We, we, we know this, that's we celebrate at Christmas. But Jesus also is fully human. And his human life, especially in his early, uh, you know, through his childhood, all the way through the age of 30, is pretty average. It's pretty basic. Of course, we know there's some miraculous things that, that happen. We have, you know, a couple weeks we'll celebrate, of course, the, the Epiphany. Uh, last week, next week we'll celebrate Epiphany, right? And so we'll have the three wise men coming to, to adore him. Uh, we know as well in the presentation, the, the, the prophecies foretold. We know as well, you know, even uh, today, it's not common for a 12-year-old to be uh, discussing with the scholars in, in the temple, uh, I, I think our adolescent group does great here. I try to meet with our seventh graders every Thursday for the most part, and they know some smart questions, but I'm telling you, they're not at the same level as me. John, no offense, right? You do a, you do a good job, right? So this is something that's kind of uncommon for Jesus to be uh, with, you know, holding his own, not holding his own, but even more so in the temple. But for the most part, once again, Jesus lives a pretty average life until the age of 30. And I actually think that's very beautiful. Because you and I, we too, for the most part, live an average life. Most of our days are kinda, nah, you know? Not too great, not too bad, right? There's not too many highlights in our life. We don't go from highlight to highlight to highlight. Instead, what do we live? We live our day in and out. It's usually pretty average. Doesn't mean it's not a great day, but we're not having highlights after highlights, right? We're not going on vacation after vacation. Uh, we're not posting, well, maybe you are posting on Instagram all these great things you're, you're doing, but that's not the real life. Real life sometimes is a little bit of a grind. Sometimes it's a little bit of, well, all right, we have another day in front of us. But even in the midst of that, even in the midst of an average day, we actually know it's not average because who's with us? Christ, Jesus, God. And what family are we part of? We are part of the holy family. So come together and celebrate this today. It's not just holy family 
of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. But Jesus wants to be part of our family. He wants us to be part of his family. And hence, of course, the incarnation taking on humanity so that we can be called children of God. And so we must live this way every day to live being part of this holy family uh, with God and seeing that everyone else too is part of this family um, as well. And this is what we're called uh, to celebrate, not just on the holy family, but every day of our life, truly being children uh, of God and being a family. Even here at Mass, when we come together, uh, we come together as a family. You know, in the, in the Eucharistic prayer, we have a lot of different options to use, but the one I use mostly uh, during Christmas season is Eucharist prayer number one. Uh, that's the Roman canon. It's, it's the long one. But seeing as so I'm a little tired uh, this morning, this morning we'll be using Eucharistic prayer number three. It's a little bit shorter one. It's not the shortest, by the way. That's two. But whenever we get to a point in Eucharist prayer number three, it's near the end, and it always gets me to reflect on. So near the end, this is what I say. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family, whom you have summoned before you. And your compassionate, merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. And so when we come together, remember, we are a family. We're called to participate in being this, this holy family. Uh, just like Mary and Joseph, what do we need to do then? Keep Jesus at the center of our life and to participate in this great mystery, this great mystery of his love.